0: ...with my speech. Um, I'm proud to be here today among fellow patriots, and having used the word, I feel compelled um, to acknowledge that the word has been too much diluted by political rhetoric over the years. About 240 years ago, the American patriots were the colonists who rebelled against the British rule and ultimately gave birth to a new nation, our nation. It began with the Declaration of Independence, which included an assertion of fundamental beliefs. Among them, that all men are created equal. That we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, including life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That government is instituted to protect these rights and that the government powers come only from the consent of of the governed affirming that government has no inherent powers of its own. The declaration resulted in the, into the Revolutionary War, followed by the drafting of our Constitution and the various amendments that had followed thereafter. I believe that to be a modern day patriot, you must possess and display a strong passion and loyalty to the fundamental principles upon which our nation was formed and to the Constitution that establishes our form of government. Many of you have heard me proclaim my support for the Second Amendment, which recognizes our right to keep and bear arms. If you have listened, you will have heard my support extends to the entire Constitution, including our choice of religion, our freedom of speech, and our right to peaceably assembly, as we are doing here today. I continue to support the freedom of the press, even when some of that press is critical of what I believe in. I have often quoted, and maybe misquoted, the expression that I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend with my life your right to say it. Last night, I finally got around to trying to find out who I would attribute that quote to, and I discovered that history has incorrectly attributed it to a Frenchman named Voltaire, when in fact it was written by an English woman named Bernice Evelyn Hall, but that she was in fact writing about Voltaire at the time. But the point I want to make is that we must all respect the rights of others to express thoughts and opinions contrary to our own. I also want to encourage everyone here to do their own thinking. Another great quote uh, attributed by some to Benjamin Franklin and by others to Edgar Allan Poe, and maybe they both said it, is that we should believe nothing of what we hear and only half of what we see. Let me tell you some other things that I believe in. I believe in the American people, regardless of where they came from. I believe in personal responsibility, that we are the person most responsible for what happens to us as individuals. I believe that the end does not justify the means, which means the Constitution cannot be ignored to accomplish what is claimed to be some greater good. I believe that, as stated by civil rights activist Malcolm X that just being in America does not make you an American, nor does being born in America make you an American. Just as sitting at a table does not make you a diner. You have to eat from what's on that plate in front of you in order to be a diner. Let me use that concept to reinforce that to be an American, you must embrace the principles of patriotism, including the irrevocable tenets cited in our Declaration of Independence. I believe that we cannot reject the ideas of one president without also rejecting those same ideas previously put forth by some former president. By way of an example, about 100 years ago, President Theodore Roosevelt stated that every immigrant who comes to this country should be required within five years to learn the English language or to leave our country. <clears throat> note that he also said that in the first place, we must insist that if the immigrant who comes here in good faith becomes an American and assimilates himself to us, he should be treated on an exact equality with everyone else for it is an outrage to discriminate against any such man because of creed or birthplace or of origin <clears throat> but but according to the president it is predicated upon that person first becoming in every facet an American and nothing but an American President Roosevelt also denounced divided alliances and hyphenated Americans and stated that one absolute way of bringing our nation to ruin is to permit it to become a tangle of squabbling nationalities. President Ronald Reagan stated that a nation that cannot control its borders is not a nation. I also believe, as stated by American journalist Bill O'Reilly, that the most powerful nation on earth should be able to pass a fair, effective immigration law that combines compassion with responsibility and that does not injure the hardworking Americans who are taxed up to here. I believe that the United States of America strives to be a lifeboat for the world, but there is a limit to what any lifeboat can hold. And the responsibility to determine the capacity of that lifeboat rests re, I'm sorry, rests with the captain of that lifeboat, which in our case is our elected president of the United States of America. <laughs> Having spent most of my adult life in policing, I must spend a few minutes addressing the impact of the immigration and border debate upon the police-community relations. The police have a responsibility to assist all victims of crime that, within a, that occur within our geographical area of employment. About 12 years ago, the Erie County Sheriff's Office partnered with the federal authorities and several public service organizations to create the Human Trafficking Task Force, which was one of the first in our nation. We recognize that the residents of other countries are often lured here by a promise of the American dream and mistakenly place their trust in deceitful people only to find themselves in our country unlawfully with limited options, which results in them becoming modern day slaves. We recognize an obligation to help them, and we know that the individuals who smuggle honorable, hardworking, vulnerable, well-intended, but naive people into our country are just as willing to smuggle anyone else in that wants to do us harm. These smugglers are motivated by greed and nothing else, and they have to be stopped. We also know that many of the illicit drugs that are killing our children are smuggled across our borders, like heroin from Mexico and fentanyl from China that has killed more than 100 residents of Erie County just this year, including seven this week, within one 24-hour period. This week, the International Association of Police, hereafter referred to as the IACP, released this statement on behalf of the majority of the police agencies across our great nation. This is their statement. Immigration enforcement is complex and challenging issues for communities and the law enforcement agencies throughout the United States. State and local police agencies are steadfast in their commitment to removing from their communities the dangerous criminals and others who pose a threat to public safety. Any suggestion to the contrary is simply inaccurate. The IACP agrees that illegal immigration and border security issues Directly impact the safety of our communities and the effective action, and that effective action is needed to meet this challenge. At the same time, however, state and local law enforcement agencies depend on the the cooperation of inmates, both legal and not, in solving a wide variety of crimes. Striking the proper balance between enforcement and cooperation requires the full participation of all elected officials all community leaders, and all law enforcement agencies. The IACP has always and will, has has and always will, oppose the use of sanctions to drive policy. This was true with prior administrations and remains true with the current administrations. The funds provided throughout through the Department of Justice support a wide variety of crime-fighting, crime prevention, and public health initiatives. Penalizing communities by withholding assistance funding to the law enforcement agencies and other critical support programs is counterproductive to our shared mission of reducing violence and keeping our communities safe. We, the law enforcement community, stand ready to work with the administration to help identify thoughtful, effective solutions to this complex and challenging issue. As a personal comment, I'd like to add, just as the law enforcement community stands ready to address violent crime but within the boundaries of our Constitution. I want to end with with respect to Joe, and he he approved my comment, but I want to end with a short prayer which is adapted from one of my favorite Irish quotes. God bless those who support our Constitution and and defend our American way of life. And to those set on destroying our freedoms, may God turn their hearts but if he cannot turn their hearts, may he at least turn their ankles so that we might know them by their look.
1: Once again, it was a pleasure
0: to be here with you today. The only thing out of his speech I would T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network,